What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Epitome of Stupidity, episode six to be exact. I am Brian. I'm Clint. And we are here for you, as always. For your amusement and bemusement and belittlement and encouragement. Adjectives. He reads a lot. He knows a lot of them. I've seen things. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the intro today is a special one. We talked about Beyond the Stars before, buddy of mine's teenage son and his friend uh that that's their single off their ep that they released today the song is called not the end what is today brian today is friday it's album release day it's album release day check them out you know what i might ask them to come on here sometime yeah tell us tell us how it's how it is trying to break i want to hear you told me that they recorded in hangar 18 i want to know about that yeah their recording process was cool they got they did it all legit style it's just two of them a lot of stuff going on for two people but uh i think it's pretty good so that's that. That's that. Thank you to them for that. What was their name again? Beyond the Stars. Beyond the Stars. Not too shabby. There was a concert this week. Mm. It, it if you a... saw any of our social media stuff, I think it was, uh, I want to say it was the, the Sword? The Sword. The Sword? The Sword. The... I've stated before, I want to try to make this quick. It's kind of, dragging it out would still be a good story, but. Uh, <laughs> this is so stupid. My memory is, is terrible. Hang on. I, I swear I have a tumor. So, again, with the social media, the whole realization here was I posted the Instagram post. With four thumbs. And that's how I saw it. (laughs) And Brian sent me text and said... I looked down on my thumbs and I said, wait a minute, (laughs) I'm the other two of that post and I'm in Chicago. Brian sent me a text message that said, the swords tonight, question mark? Do I have a ticket? (laughs) (laughs) And I did. And uh, well, I still do. The problem was you were in Chicago, and the sword was in Columbus. Yeah, so I went to Chicago for work that day, and I went to the sword. And I was in the car driving, actually from Chicago to, well, from Illinois to Indiana at that point. And uh, well, no, I might have been driving from there, but I don't know. I was in a couple states that day, and I saw that post, and I said, "Wait a minute!" I knew we were going to see the sword. I had no idea it was that day. My wife (laughs) manages the calendar; it was not on there. I did not know that I had a ticket. I completely forgot. I bought it in February. Told Clint I received it in the mail in March. Still haven't seen it. it if, it's, if it still exists, it might be in my underwear drawer or something. I didn't go, but Clint did. And it was fucking awesome. It, uh, my God, those guys are good at what they do. Kyle Shutt is the lead guitarist. He also does that Doom Side of the Moon shit. And then the singer plays guitar, bass player, drummer. A firebird guitar. The uh, he, mm, he played mm, an acoustic mm. for two songs too. They played a couple songs off of fucking Low Country. I got a soft spot in my ball sack for, for the, the Firebird, for the Firebird, and the Thunderbird. I'll take either one. The bass player. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of electronic stuff on the newer albums, and some of the instrumentals. I can't remember if it was Nocturne or one of the other ones, but he's got this really cool bass line going, and then like halfway through the song, there's electronic synthesizer shit going on. He actually recorded and looped his bass standing there, got it going, did the electronic shit through that part, swung his bass back around, finished the song on the bass. I still haven't find, found my fucking mind. He completely blew it. It may You may have drove past it in Indiana. Well, oh well. It was it was so fantastic. <laughs> there was... Uh, bassist doing bassist nah, things. You so. know what? You can kiss my I'm just ass. kidding. We're going to have a I'm whole kidding. bunch of bass player love here. In a I am kidding. No, you're not. I we really both am. know that. I really am. We both know that. Anyways. That's talent. They uh some of the newer stuff isn't quite as heavy, you could say, as the older stuff on the album. But when you see it live, man, those riffs come through so much different. And it's if you get the chance to see the sword, you know, like if you buy a ticket, just don't go to a different state the day that they're in town. Go see the sword. They yeah. are fucking excellent. I am um, pretty disappointed. I am too. But your text message still makes me laugh. You got to do work. About the you swords do work. tonight. That's it. I saw the. I saw on my very own Instagram page that I'm going to a concert tonight, and here I am. Not in the right. In state. a rental car. Yeah. So that was fun. So only two thumbs went to that show. He reported back. It was awesome. I think anyone who knows the sword already knew that was coming. Yeah. It's uh. And they liked something on Clint posted, so yeah. his life is complete. Well, if he doesn't come back, you know he's he's peaked and he's done. <laughs> that might not be completely wrong. The uh, the highlight of it for me, the the title track on Apocryphon, 
is like one of my favorite songs ever. That song is just every kind of fucking awesome. And I didn't think there was any chance that they would play it. They go through their whole damn set. They haven't played it. Some dude about 10 feet to my right kept hollering cheap sunglasses because at one point in time they covered cheap sunglasses and it was pretty cool. And they come out for their encore and that dude's still yelling cheap sunglasses. The singer looks at him and says, we're going to play a cover. It's not cheap sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and they played, I can't even remember what they played. I might put up a playlist of their set list because after that cover song, they played Apocryphon and I scorched my shorts in a way that previously hadn't been done. There wasn't, it's, there's no way there was a full note of that song had been played before I'd hollered out the big ass yeah and, you know, scorched said So you shorts. know what note it starts on? Dude. What is it? Nailed it. What note is it's it? It's that one. C sharp? It's the one that starts it. All right. And it was fucking awesome. So I, I, get, I bet you listened to them a lot this I, week. That, uh, taking that into what I'm listening to, yeah. There was a lot of the sword this week. I started the week with some sword and Sabbath. Uh, finished the week with Red Fang. More on that and a few. I'll give post metal band of the week to a band called Abraham begrudgingly just because they were the only real post metal band I, I listened to. The first half of their new album is pretty good. The second half, and eh, not so much. I didn't take much notes on what I listened to okay. this week because it was boring. I mean, not really boring, but I assume some. I tried. Of them... I tried Skinless. I tried to listen to Skinless. Did you? Yeah. Skinless isn't bad. The music's great. The vocals Can't are the vocals. not great. Yeah. It is um, just a bit over my head on how that's enjoyable. Too, but too death metally. Yeah, and I, you know, if you're you're listening to a metal podcast, there's probably a lot of people that like that kind of stuff. It's just over my head. I mean, I don't I don't see the the enjoyment in that. But that's just me. There was. I actually did do a little death metal this week. I uh, ran, I saw something on Twitter that had me going through some Cannibal Corpse for a minute. Cannibal Cannibal Corey. Cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> there was some other stuff mixed in mixed in there, but that's boring. Yeah, that's boring stuff. I actually forget what it was. I know you sent me some random ass text messages that I assume. Were... I listened to some old Seven Dust. I did that. There you go. Did you listen to that playlist? No, not yet. I'm glad I spent days of my life. You told me you told me you'd made it, and then I didn't realize today till today that it was up. Which, since we're not reviewing it, I'm just going to talk about it. I'm just going to say I listened to the new at the gates, and it was good. It was. I'm not saying anything else about it. It was fine. I didn't get so excited about it. I never have. So is this the part where this This is is like the is this the sequel or the prequel? Because the the actual movie is all the action, and now we're coming back. Clint thinks you guys care about who we are. No, you sent me a fucking picture of a stupid stereo instructions book. It says, why Why do people... Listen to podcasts. Why, why do they want to listen to us? Right. So we're going to spend a solid six seconds explaining as why we are not the people you should be listening to. Does, did I say that right? That That's not what it said at all. We, we should start that over. Okay, well, you can edit that later, right? Yeah. You've got enough of me saying dumb shit to fix that. So, I'm Clint, as previously noted. I say, uh... The same thing over and over. Hyperbolic, uh, stupid shit, pretty consistently. Hyperbolic, Jesus Christ. Again. Yep, right in line with what you said (laughs) in the same sentence. We, uh, together, we've been listening to this type of shit uh, our whole damn lives. Um... I was a little late to the game. I didn't start till middle school. How does that not count as your whole damn life? I mean, previous to that, you were listening to Zeppelin and Stevie Ray with your dad. I was listening to the Floyd, Stevie Ray, and Zeppelin. I was listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay. <laughs> well, you be sure to use that editing tool. What was the What was the first like heavy album that really got your attention? You couldn't couldn't pull yourself Corn. away from. Was it? Yeah, that was it. I remember being in Aaron. Love you, Aaron. His attic. On the hilltop, listening to that shit, thinking, this is life. <laughs> this is my life from now on. You know, I had the long hair down to my nips. I had the black fingernails. I had my hair dyed black. I had, the, I can, I can still skateboard, but I was the skater. Clint was the, the watcher of the skaters. Yeah, no, I was, I was not doing. But anything. he had the long hair, so he played the part. He actually had a long hair as an adult as well, which I did not make For, it that far. I'm yeah. not bald, but yeah. And then 
you know, we we just we always played music. For some reason you play the bass. I play the guitar because that gets you the chicks. Even though I've never landed a chick by playing the guitar. I uh, see. I've got a similar story with the bass, but I don't have to lead off with this. Gets me chicks. Who's stupid now, asshole? What does it? What does it get you? It gets me to play the bass, and I enjoy it. Wow, oh, that is a losing sentence. So then we decided we wanted to start hanging out, listening to music together. We we got a metal book club for a while there. Yeah, we would. And now Clint would always cheat and listen to it. That's beforehand. not true. I did that like once or twice. We'd get together press play and just almost talk over it sort of like digest like yeah. verbally digest it and then a couple years later we were like you know what i got all this podcasting stuff let's maybe re- someone else would like to let's hear let's record these idiots because we, we never agree really on a lot and um but since we've been pushing record we we've agreed it, well because we when you the further we go into depth we kind of end up leading each other sort of to the same right. we see each other's point a little more and before it was just like you're an idiot. Th- yeah, this band sucks, and you would say you know they're good, and then I'll say no, they suck, and then listen to Demon Hunter. That was and it. And then I'd have to say, God Demon damn it, Hunter's Brian, good. stop sending me this stupid shit. Demon Hunter is good. No, they're not. I like it. And uh, no, on my end, the first one that really, I think it was Astro Creep, was the first like, fucking metal thing that I just could not put down. I had like Danzig Four and Primus and some Pantera by then. But Astro Creep really got me by the shorties. And- I think I had Pantera by the time I got Corn, But I, I didn't, when I got, I think I appreciate Pantera more as I got older. Sure. Rather than, in like in middle school, like the high school. Was it was I almost was too aggressive for me yeah. when I was. Corn just really. And see, for me, it was White Zombie. That... But, well, I think today, if I had to compare the two, White Zombie would probably be the better two albums. Oh, for sure. I would still revisit them several times a year. Yeah, well, one of them I definitely do. (laughs) That uh, I think both the Electric Heads ended up being singles. Supercharger Heaven was a single. Quick, can I tell us a quick story about that? Absolutely. So that was the cover that had the, uh, like, zombie kind of thing with the X on the head. Right? Well, at least I had a shirt, right, that was a White Zombie shirt. I had a zombie-ish thing with an X on the head. Right, the one little picture on the inset. Yeah, and, you know, in the, the album, whatever, um, stand up and, and burn an X in your burn head. An X in but your anyways, head. so Christians knocked at my door one day. Someone's selling or wanting to give you stuff, and I answered the door oh, in that T-shirt with my long hair. You know, they obviously know what the X on the head and all that stuff was, and they just looked at me, and there was silence for probably about 15 seconds. Show from cookies? They said, is your parents home? And I said, <laughs> I said, I, I am the parents. <laughs> Obviously, I had like, I was like 16 years old. Right. And they said, we'll come back. <laughs> and I said, no, you won't. You made the right choice. <laughs> but anyways, I remember, I remember that shirt and I had the, the downward spiral. Nine Inch Nails shirt was another one I wore all the time with the rope on it. Right. Whatever. That's good stuff. I don't think you've ever told me that story. Yeah. If you did, I, I didn't bother with retaining it. It didn't hit me till after the conversation that I had that on. I was just being a smart-ass punk. Right. And then <laughs> it's like, huh. That's why there was a 15 minutes of silence. It all worked there. out. Did they see my painted fingernails? I mean, <laughs> that was cool. I did just then. finish. <laughs> yeah, they were shining. <laughs> I, don't uh, know, I don't know if that got you anywhere, but we've been listening to this shit for a long time. And if I feel like I know anything, it's definitely nothing. And... It's definitely Dave Matthews. Clint is a Dave Matthews expert. Dude. That's why he put him at the top of the list in the news. I didn't specifically put it at the top of the list. You specifically did. It's specifically there. It's Oh, I guess I did put this is the best article. Of, oh, wait, I didn't. Hashtag. Anyway, hashtag Brian's wrong. So Dave Matthews thinks that metalheads drink a lot and are ugly. And the next story and is. And I would like to say to Dave, what's your fucking point, dude? On to the next story. He plays a he plays a mean picking guitar. He he does a hell of a lot of strumming. The 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 other I guess the takeaway from the article was that he does listen some metal music, which whatever you should because it's great music. That's off to you. Just yeah. because you don't play it doesn't mean his whole point is that he listens to a bunch of stuff and yeah, good music is good music. He's and... doing something right though. I don't want to talk about it too much, but that dude talk about playing the guitar to get the chicks because that's that's the only reason he gets chicks. I uh. No, seriously, I like Dave Matthews. 
he's okay. That was a good right uh, then there. Good yeah. timing. Yeah, but I mean, for him to be talking about metal like it's like it's negative at first, and then cool. lead it into I. Well, I do listen to it. I think he actually did it the other way around. He says the nice thing first, and, oh, then, and, then, comes back, and then doubles down with a yeah. But those guys are fucking fat, loud, and ugly, or drunk and ugly. Drunk and ugly. That's Whatever. A, yeah. Maybe I'm talking from a person. I'd rather place. be drunk and ugly than Dave and Matthews. Personally. Mm, okay. On to the next one. Clint's Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> That's Story a literal of the week. text message. This is a tour. Brought to you by Brian. This is a, a, a Brian sends me a picture message that actually goes it's through. It's a screenshot. Screenshot, whatever. Yeah, because the volume was all the way down. Uh, up. up. It, was it up? It's always up. He can't send a fucking screenshot without the damn volume. It's my phone case. What, Long it, story it, short. It, yeah. It's, whatever. Red Fang's coming to town. Red Fang is on tour, and they're finally coming to Columbus, and I'm going to fucking see him. I bought my ticket today. Ticketmaster, side note, can kiss my fucking balls. $23 ticket. Total, 36 and change after their fees. That's fucking stupid. How do you get around it? Those uh, Norma Jean, the sword. Well, you, that when what do you have to buy through Ticketmaster? T- I'm saying for this one you can't. Yeah, Norma Jean didn't go through Ticketmaster. Right. Other bands it, that's starting to happen a lot with yeah. that Ticketweb and whatever the other one is. That, Who cares? Uh, Just don't use Ticketmaster. I, mean, I get why they do because it's the biggest one, but fuck. Yeah. But anyways, we're 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 taking too much negative out of this. Red Fang is on tour. You've and, never seen him, have you? I have not. I think it's mostly an East Coast thing, too, uh, looking at the dates Not here. at all. Sure it is. There's nothing... Oh, East Coast. Yeah. Never eat As sour watermelon. To... <laughs> what? That's how you know you're North, South, East, and West. <laughs> you're an idiot. Never eat soggy Wheaties? Or just... Okay. Anyways. Uh, yeah. If you're East Coast or have soggy Wheaties <laughs> and... <laughs> Want to see Red Fang? Check the uh, check the interwebs because they may just be coming to town near you. Virginia, Carolina, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Wisconsin, uh-huh. New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Cleveland. Yeah, that uh, that's a tour story for the. Happy Clint likes them so much. We covered them in the cover band. We did. It was the last song we played every time too. And it was a good song. Yeah, yeah. fun to play. Wires. Wires. We'll be in this week's playlist. Are you, is that what you're going to put on there? Mm-hmm. Because we haven't talked about these guys ever. Oh, tool. my God, dude. And there's there's a little bit to add to this. So There's there's two articles merged in here. Oh, is there? Yeah. The one is them, uh, them talking about the uh, Maynard being on stage, literally begging the band to finish their parts so that he can record his parts and people will stop being pissed at him. Uh, somewhere in there, the drum tracks, you know, 65 years later are allegedly done. Like this is allegedly a pod, uh, right, no, right. podcast. Yeah. And then, uh, we're legend a lot. They're doing that. Um, uh, what, what are they calling it? And the, it was last night. Was it? Yeah. It was, that was the, um, it was, it had to have been last night because they're in town for fucking rock on the range, which is this weekend. What is it called? Clinic. Oh, yeah. The, clinic. the whole clinic thing. Yeah. Where you $500 only, fucking tickets. Yeah. You only have a couple hundred people when you get to talk to them and shit. I mean, 200 250 No. I would have thought about it. No. Just, and, well, I'd have had to know exactly how many people they were letting in. But Maynard wasn't there. Everyone, was it no? Was it everyone but him? Yeah. Okay. Telling you stories and. And, uh, you know, letting you raise your hand and ask questions and stuff is not being in the studio, finishing this fucking forever. Yeah, you know, how, how many questions are they going to fucking answer uh, about that shit? And, 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 you know, $500 a ticket. That's, that is a band who hasn't a, released an album in 15 that's years. Egregious, dude. That's insane. The, the, uh, some, I guess some kind of interesting things did come out of this, though. The, just people, the speculations were wrong. Some things about how no, this, they don't. He doesn't make them change the music around his lyrics and all that. Is I, I want to build to that that because that struck me as pretty interesting. That and uh, the well, hang on a minute. The uh, 
they're saying that every fucking song on here is over 10 minutes long. Yeah. Which, like I said in the last episode, that they're one of the only bands that can keep my attention right that's, now. That's fucking crazy. Um, they, uh, they noted that the guitar player and the bass player write the riffs, bring them to the drummer, who completely changes every fucking thing. And then they give it to Mannard, and Mannard says, okay, I'll work with this. I'll write just random words to whatever uh, you To got. work around this. And, you know, who knows if this was their structure 64 years ago when they were last put out in an album, or if this is just what they're doing for this one. The, uh, you know, on one hand, what, what I thought was kind of interesting about this was that the one article is Mannard on stage telling the band to finish their fucking parts. He said that in an interview. He did it on stage. The, I saw in an interview that he's he's like begging them. Right. So people will get off his ass. And now he's actually doing it on stage. And the band was asked why they play the same set every night at this clinic thing. Yeah, yeah. And they said that the songs are specifically picked because Maynard's voice can't hit some of these songs anymore. And, you know, there's also the whole world order and they just don't come off the same. I think there's some trouble in paradise here. Oh, you think? I think so. I think Maynard's calling them out on stage. And then, you know, when they're doing their clinic this, thing, this is a, this is a band saying this dude just doesn't have it anymore. This is a studio band at this point. This is there's, a you studio go, band puts out albums. No, where I'm saying they're not in the studio at the same time. Like Danny goes in to record his parts. Maynard goes in and record. They're never in the same room at the same time. Right. I think the band themselves is. Yeah, just everyone but Maynard. Right. He's, he's like the Axl Rose of... <laughs> Chinese fucking democracy. Yeah. But, you know, to hear him tell it, he's he's ready and, and waiting yeah, on them, right? Just begging them to... But anyways, uh, they'll come They'll come full circle I later in the show. I honestly want they're... them to finish this album for no other reason than for it to just not be something that pops up in the metal news all the for, time. Yeah, for me, it's more exciting. I, I enjoy it. I, I don't mind talking about it, but for Clint, He's it's, over it, but uh, dude, they're they're one of my favorite bands. I mean, and you know, a lot of this stuff they haven't released the album in how long, and we're still talking about exactly. Them. And it drives me nuck and futz, but I can't argue it. And just like the Perfect Circle album that came out a couple weeks ago, oh, they, this, re- they released a- when this Tool album finally comes out, I am going to want to hate, hate it. it. Yeah. And I'm going to want to love it, and I'm going to end up liking it, and we're both going to end up thinking eh, it's okay. And we're going to give it. Two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> when we and we we talked. So Rob Zombie, um, Rob Zombie. We talked about maybe last episode or the episode before that when you, when you said no one no one cares, right? Uh, except for you know the 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 white zombie stuff. No one. You did, well. You you did say he liked the like his first album. The, Hillbilly, the, Hillbilly, Hillbilly Deluxe, Deluxe has a couple good things on it. I'll give him that. Well, this is so his career has been so silent that they are reporting now that he is releasing a new album next year they're not it, reporting it he's like announcing it well yeah but the, the rep- they're saying they're putting it out it's in a year from now a guy who is somewhat been forgotten about is, re- is releasing an album who's going to be excited about that uh count me in the not i section maybe a thousand people it did the, the whole point of the there's a lot of things in this article where he's trying to sell you on, no, look, man, people still love me. There's young kids. Oh, I agree. He specifically says there's young kids coming to these shows, yeah. getting into the new stuff. I call bullshit. I call fucking absolute bullshit. Oh, Especially well. since the last tour, he's playing what album from start to finish? Astro Creep. <laughs> that was... Moment of silence for Astro Creep. Mm. I'd Good. take my hat off if I wasn't wearing <laughs> headphones. But, I mean... And you're, I'm more open-minded in, in receiving of, of hey, stuff like I've this. I've listened to the past couple albums, and I haven't been obligated to. So you're hopeful? Are you hopeful for, hopeful for this one, or are you going to put the last one in this, uh, you know, in, as assuming this one's going to be like the last one? I am assuming you're going to make me listen to it, and I will. Well, yes, you're going to have to. Okay. Then I'm going to hear it. Even if we didn't have this going, you would still have to listen to it knowing that it could be good. No. It could be. No, no, no. You can't yeah. assume. Just because I've listened to the last two doesn't mean I've listened to every fucking piece of garbage. Even Metallica about. came back from St. Anger. Okay? Did they? Yes. All right. Even though, you know, Rob has had a few bad albums, you know, but you got to try. No, no, no. It's not that Zombies had a few bad albums. It's that when he had an actual band, he had a couple good albums. It was so good. 
You got that backwards there. That fuck that guy. And while he's putting out that album, <laughs> fuck that guy. He's putting. If out, he's listening, he's gonna whoop your ass. I doubt that. He's, that he's listening or gonna whoop your ass. Both of them. Rob, hit me up. I uh, challenge accepted. It, he's also putting out uh, allegedly at the same time that this album's coming out. The third part of uh, House of a Thousand Corpses is coming out. The original movie, House of a Thousand Corpses, I liked a lot. The Devil's Rejects got a ton of really great reviews, but I thought it was fucking stupid. I've watched all those movies, but I don't have anything to report on them. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses was really cool. It's, Is that with the, the the clown guy? Yeah. Captain Spaulding. Yeah, he's cool. But uh, Didn't scare me none, though. Nah, he don't scare me. But yeah, uh, and then an actual album's release news. If you like him, be excited for the next 12 months. I don't know. Anyways. He's got 75 fucking solo albums that you could listen to, I guess. Burn the Priest released a new album. Burn the Priest, Lamb of God, whatever well, flavor yeah. you want to no, call it. No, this is Burn the Priest. I know, this but isn't it's Lamb, Lamb of God. God. It no, it is not. I bet you Lamb of God's playing these songs. That's a good... I hadn't thought about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. When they on their on their tour. Slayer tour, yeah. They, huh? Or or do, do you, they, or do you know do they, they all walk off stage and come back? And no, say, yeah, burn the no, priest. no. Do they end the Slayer tour and then come out and do a tour as Burn the Priest? No, the album just fucking if you, released. They're if you've playing been, these songs now, if you've been there, let us know. If you've been to the Slayer shows that they're playing, let us know if they're that playing. That is a good call. If you've seen fucking, yes, if you've seen this uh, recent Lamb of God Slayer tour, let us know if they're playing any of these Burn the Priest covers. Burn the Priest covers. Yeah. As Lamb of God. <laughs> Lamb of God is Burn the Priest playing, playing cover, cover songs. <laughs> this is, this is uh, Inception. This is yeah, a this dream is... inside a dream inside a dream. Did the dreidel ever stop? I, I don't know what's going on now. It, if it does, he's awake. But you don't know? Okay. We can't get lost <laughs> in this fucking rat hole. Go ahead, man. No, no, no. no. I, I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting yours. I Because uh, you were all worked up about this. Yeah. So the kerosene was the um, single, and it was pretty good. And I don't know a lot. I'm not a. I don't listen to punk. No punk. I guess Green Day. No, when no, Green no, Day was no, cool. No, was the closest no, I ever no, got no, to no, punk. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> the point being, that's not punk, but that's about it. All right. So I knew previously maybe one or two songs off this album. The one being the Ramalama Ding Dong. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> but uh, I mean, and. And to refresh my memory, I, and I, well, I don't even know if I ever had listened to the original Burn the Priest album, because I, I don't know that I ever found a need to, because the Lamb of God is just okay by themselves. But I refresh my memory, and I think we talked about that last episode. I was like, yeah, you know, it's definitely punk-infused. Yeah, not my flavor. And I was, I was very hopeful that they would take the Lamb of God flavor and sprinkle it in on these songs, and I don't think they did. I think they just remade the songs. I will. I will let you finish before. That's I... it. Okay. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't too excited about it. I didn't hear much Willie going on. I didn't. I mean, it was just. It, there was one. You're song... listening to the wrong fucking Adler. Keep I, going. There was one song, and I didn't write it down. It was towards the end, second or la- second or third song, where he does his Captain Caveman voice, which I was like, "Yes, this is awesome." Right. But other than that. I didn't. I wasn't. Captain Caveman. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah, you're listening for the wrong fucking Adler to start with. You, the drummer is where it's at. Maybe on this one. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, I I agree with you in that they didn't do a ton to change these songs. It sounds, for the most part, like Lamb of God. Fuck off. Playing these songs that are you know old hardcore and punk songs. I'm not. I'm only slightly more familiar with the originals than you are. Uh, that also is not my scene. I've heard of a lot of the bands. I've heard of, it, yeah. <laughs> Just, but it's never been my thing. Yeah. The exception here was the song that I was so fucking geeked up for and Jesus Built My Hot Rod. The way that fucking thing plays out, I would bet that they've been talking about playing that for fucking years. That Maybe the whole album was built around it. You know what? I... I'm officially saying that that's what happened. That's yeah. They were sitting around listening to Psalm 69 one day, and Randy looked at. I'm going to go with uh, Mark Morton. Said, "Dude, we should cover this." He said, "That's a great idea," and it just went from there. Because that song seems kind of thought out. They don't do a ton to change it, 
but you can tell yeah, they don't they do a couple things here and there even with the the uh what's the word for those random audio bits like it, samples there's a couple random samples in there that aren't in the original and there's a there's actually like an instrumental part that isn't in the original this all sound like bad things to add no dude that song <laughs> i was so fucking geeked up when i heard that i was so geeked up to hear it and was glad that it panned out the the rest of the album you know again it's it sounds like lamb of god playing these old punk and hardcore songs that they obviously love and it's not it's not bad it's just that I wouldn't it, call it bad. It's just that it's not something that is going to be heavy in the rotation going forward. I'll listen to it a few more times. I'll I want to listen to it early morning one I'll time. I'll listen to it until I feel like I know it, and then from there I'll see where I'm at with it. There's they do some interesting things with his voice because he's been uh, there's a lot of different voices on there. Yeah, that I heard they, before in the past couple Lamb of God things, he's tried to do some singing and shit like that, and for the most part, I'm against it. There's one song on uh, Resolution where I think they kind of get the right mix going, but that song on uh, Strum on Dranger, you know, this is another episode of Clinton Bryan Say Shit Wrong. Uh, what, however the hell you say it. Well, quit naming shit so fucking crazy and we'll get it. <laughs> Point being, <laughs> I love I, how you put in parentheses L O G on this. That's funny, right? Like we didn't know. I'm was. not leaving that alone. <laughs> it, uh, they do this. I think the band themselves and Randy can learn how to go forward with wanting to do different shit with his voice through this because none of the songs come off bad. His vocals never come off. You know when he's not just doing the typical Randy scream. The, it always worked. Did you hear a typical Randy scream in there? Did you feel sure like you that? do? I, I just felt. I, just, I don't know if it was what was behind him that felt a little different to me. But you know, and I, I was, I was, I'm, I'm gonna use this term loosely. I was kind of working. I was doing things, and like, and, and on purpose because I wanted, I wanted to, to see if jump, it stood out. Yeah, jump out of me. And there wasn't like the caveman voice. I love when he does that that voice. And I, I'm not gonna try to impersonate him. If, if you've heard Captain Caveman, you know what I'm talking about. But there wasn't a lot of, I didn't feel like that jumped out a lot of a lot of his typical Lamb of God voice. I think he was using, he was trying to do the other people's voices in just a little bit of a, a harder manner. See, I, I ended up thinking that there, where he actually tries to sound like somebody else, it really stands out. And there's only like three or four instances. I think other than that, he sounds like Randy. I, I, I guess I was expecting. Like every song to be, yeah. like everything, just like the drums turned up to ten, everything in on steroids. I think you and get a lot of that in the first track. I think you get a lot of that in the very first fucking track, and then the second track is more of what to expect going forward, except for the things where it's drastically changed. Yeah. So give us the shits. I'm gonna go two shits. Two shits. Yeah. I was thinking two and a half. I was thinking two and a half because you're you're only gonna listen to it just to learn it or kind of be familiar with it. I'm going to listen to it and kind of like your method and hopes to for it to grow on me. It And and it's the only new Lamb of God we have right now, right. so that's all he's, you know. In full disclosure, I hope that that ends up panning out for me. I just don't see it happening because the whole punk hardcore thing has never really been my thing. And even when it's yeah, streamed through Lamb of God, it's not really my thing. But Lamb of God same, is our thing, so. <laughs> at the same time, their cover of Jesus Built My Hot Rod is always going to be my thing. That's who's the original artist on that. Ministry. Have you heard of them? I have. Coming out next year. No, they already put their album out, and it was fucking garbage. Yeah, it was after their sixty third retirement, and Al Jorgensen's fifty fourth fucking eyebrow piercing. Are you sure that's how you pronounce his name? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I would bet on that one though. All right, we got a little bit. I'm excited about this gear geeking just because it's all about guitars. And, mm. and my uh, addiction. So uh, there, there's a term. Hang yeah. on a second. Let me get my pillow set up so I can take a nap while you do this. There's a, there's a term called gas. Gear massing syndrome. Like there's you can, several ways several ways you can say it, but I definitely have gas. <laughs> I've got gas bad. Okay? I know. So I play, I would probably, what I, what I assume is probably metal, right? Hard rock metal. No interest in really playing much other. I like to do some lighter stuff here and there, but I love Telecasters. I love the way they look. And done right, I think they look 
pure metal. Which still surprises me. I know that's not what they're made for. Some are. Some are made to have HH set up on them. But so I was out of town two weeks ago or something, and I got hair up my ass and said, you know what, I'm going to order this Telecaster. And it was it's a Squire Affinity, which is like the cheapest one you can buy, right? So I started looking at reviews. I don't buy anything just on a whim. I was looking at reviews for days. $200 brand new. I got mine. It was it was brand new, but I paid 170 Apparently, the shop had a hard time selling. I don't know why. I got this thing. It's black with a white pit guard. It is sexy. So I wanted to see, and everyone's done on the internet. You can find probably 30 videos of people trying to do this, but I wanted to know if I could turn this $170 guitar with, of course, single coil, single coil, and it's a Telecaster. It's supposed to be twangy, right? It's not supposed to be thick. It's supposed to be hollow and, and trebly and sound like country. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to run this through my typical signal Setup. chain, if yeah. you will, but it's not a signal chain. It's all, all my effects and stuff are digital. I have pedals and all that stuff, but it's so much easier. And so I was like, you know what? Well, I had recently recorded what I would consider some metal track in Synthaclend. It's pretty thick, pretty straightforward. And I was like, well, I'm going to compare it, A and B it, with this Telecaster. So I'd re- I re- redid it, redid the recording, and this is what it sounded like. Who play? Hundred seventy bucks. At uh, and I have a comparison track with my you know six hundred dollar uh, active pickup LTD. That if anyone's interested in hear it, let me know, and I and I'll I'll do an A and B. But everyone's doing the A and B. But this guitar is is ridiculous. All the all the reviews say I don't know how they did it. I would I've always been completely against Squires, but when I wanted to buy a Telecaster, obviously I don't play. That kind of music, so I wanted to go as cheap as possible. But I plan on changing out the pit guard. I want to put some hot rails in the uh, bridge position. I'm going to make this thing metal. And there is a famous metal guitar player that plays a Telecaster. Are you talking about the dude from Whores? Dude from Whores plays a Telecaster. There's more than one, then. Okay. Let uh, us know. It, let us know the heavy metal, heavy metal guitarists that play. Telecasters. Oh, so I wasn't supposed to answer that? No. Yeah, that's one, but there's another one that's way more famous than the horse. Well, you're an asshole. Now I'm going to be stuck thinking about it. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You're an ass. So that's it. Great guitar. Fun to experiment. They, you know, the parts are interchangeable. They make a billion aftermarket, you know, this and that, but that is a single coil playing pretty thick, chunky metal that is just done with uh, easy mix. Is it, are those the strings that came on it, or did you get thicker strings? Yeah, no, the same. Those are nine, nine through forty sixes, or whatever the hell, and they're even crappy strings. They're like a little nasty and everything from them just sitting around. So nice. Hats off to that thing. Hats. I'm gonna have a lot of fun with that. Fuck and yeah! Leave the other expensive guitars on the wall, and I'm gonna play the hundred sixty dollar <laughs> Telecaster. Coming to a stage, never. Not near you. As you could tell by the previous clip, kill join a race. Oh look, more tool stuff. Yes. Well, and this is there's a reason for this. If you've if you listen to our previous episode where I did Primus as one of the Killjoy race, and Clint went on to kill Primus because he could have all his other all the other Claypool yeah. things. And I said that's not how it works. But in this case, this is how it's going to work. Maynard head, heads up all these bands. You can guess it's Tool, Perfect Circle, and Pussifer. So we're going to take Clint's little, oh, oh, my little rant thing, and we're going to turn it into, give it its own 
kill join the race. Just and, in case anybody was wondering, this is what it sounds like when Brian's butt hurt for not getting no, it to, for not no, nailing it the way he wanted to This do. is for this is what I do when I have to come baby Clint and powder his asshole for him. <laughs> So, like I said, we have Tool Perfect That's Circle. That's not fair, man. I just took a drink of fucking beer. And you're that gonna... was on purpose. Tool Perfect Circle, Pussifer. You want to go first? No, you lead it off. I, I think this is fun. Tell me what you think I'm going to say. I think you're going to erase Pussifer. You're going to kill Perfect Circle and join Tool. Nailed it. Yeah. but And I, you know, that just kind of goes in the order to which I like the bands. And know? just to be a dick. Country Boner is my jam. Though. I'm going to join Pussifer because it seems like they have fun. <laughs> they, they work for Mannered. They don't have fun. Like, whatever. They're, they're wearing fucking Mexican wrestling masks and all kinds Nobody of Nobody on his payroll has fun. Oh, whatever. It's, uh, I, I'm joining Pussifer just because it seems like they have fun. I'm fucking killing Perfect Circle and Tool. I don't have to worry about their new album anymore because I fucking erased them. You hold know on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. on, silence. I've already changed it. <laughs> I've already changed What, did you say it wrong? Or I'm going to join a perfect circle and kill Pussifer. I can't do that. I, I don't actually like Pussifer all that much. I can't do that. If it, if it wasn't headed up by Maynard, it would lose a lot. No, nobody cares. And I only liked the really people, that one album with Country Boner. People barely care even now. I mean, why why does he need that? He doesn't. He he says that he does well, it because we know he does all the it, other bands like, take too fucking long to do anything. Well, that, that's why then. That's the answer to the question is because everyone else is taking And that's why it sounds more fun because it's not so thought out and melodic and it's got to have 50,000 things incorporated. What are you talking about? It's all those things. It's everything that you bitched about about no. Nine Inch Nails last week where he's got 50,000 different fucking idiotic make, sounds going on. That make no sense. That's Are you making my point or arguing it? No, I'm making it. Oh, you're making my head hurt. You said he needs it because they don't take forever to release stuff. Like, yeah, because it's not all thought out and there's not, you know, everything's so got to be meticulous this way and that. They just kind of throw it together and that's why it sounds funner. So what you're saying sounds good and fun with Pussifer. I didn't say good. I said I like Pussifer. Uh, okay. Yeah. But you hate Nine Inch Nails. I hate Nine Inch Nails. And, but you compare them and the, you describe and them the way in the that, same fucking and way. And the way that they have... 40,000 things going on. Whereas. Nine, yeah, they have nine. They have both have 40,000 things going on. Okay. And Nine Inch Nails over it. Don't enjoy them. Listen to Pussifer twice a year. And because Maynard heads them up, which is, as I said earlier, is the only reason anyone cares about them, makes it enjoyable. I, Do I like Trent Reznor? What, what are his side projects? Uh, how to destroy angels? Never even heard of it. You know why? Because I don't like Trent Reznor. Because he, you does. know, why I've heard of Persifer? Because I like the son, the one guy in the band who does the singing parts. You know, he's actually had a lot of other really big fucking names come in and play on that shit too. Well, that's cool. Yeah, bring people in, have fun, <laughs> drink wine, play random shit, shitty music, country boner. It, country yeah, boner is all right and the, it, you know how much random shit's going on in that, that song none uh, the song from that undertake under under underworld soundtrack, soundtrack reverend 2220 or whatever the fuck it's called that song's fucking cool i didn't realize it was, they uh, did <laughs> how they, did they land that gig oh maynard they, yeah exactly they did a cover of bohemian rhapsody that was pretty cool there's a there's coming a out game. with a, a movie you, you wanna, i did you see, uh, no i don't <laughs> They, they've got an EP called uh, Donkey Punch the Night that it's 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 mellowish, but I can do I, I can do every song on it, and it's the only thing of there. There's only five songs. I can do every song on it. Aren't they all EPs? There, no, there's, there's a couple like, actual albums. Yeah. The one I like. Each one EP. progressively fucking shittier. What's mine? What's the one I'm talking about called? I can't. What's Country Boner? Country Boner wasn't actually on an album. It came out just like two songs. It was that and World Up My Ass. That's a good song too. It is a good song, <laughs> but no, it's on. It's on another. It's, there's more than two songs on it. At least on my iPod when I had that stuff on there, it has it, it has the course woman devil uh, mascot on v there. V is for vagina. Is, yeah, that's what it was called. V is it's for not vagina. On that album, I've got that CD right there, and it's not. Pick on it me. up because on my iPod or however I bootlegged it, it was. It's in the V section, or is it in the P section? Late breaking news. Somebody stole my Pussifer CD. Could have been gone for 
14 years. <laughs> and <laughs> and I just now you'll noticed. buy it. You'll buy it again. Not a fucking single chance in hell. All right. We we beat that. I can take I can take some Pussifer. They're all right. But the point that what I we them. what we got out of this is we don't have to worry about that new fucking tool album anymore because I did the world a favor. And you raced him. And what we say is he probably is going to hear this and just poof, delete it. Burn the hard drive. Gone. It's like that little memory stick in Men in Black. Everybody, they're going to come to your door. They're going to erase it. It never happened. All the bands fear this podcast because they know what's going to happen. You better start sucking up, fellas. And uh, this you know is what? let's act like I didn't say that. This is uh why well, we tried to cut the rest of the episode a little bit short because Clint isn't gonna shut the fuck up here in a minute. <laughs> Last week we did top three guitar players. This week we're doing top three bassists. I got it down to just over double digits. Yeah. Go ahead, let's get yours out of the way because this is almost as much. This is probably more fun. Uh, how much I love how th- much Googling did you have to do to no, find none. fucking names? None. Oh cool. I know all these guys' yeah. names. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh I wanna I wanna guess. I wanna guess. Uh I'm gonna go with Rex Brown is on your list. You want me to confirm or deny as you go? I want you to confirm. Confirmed. Okay. Um Fieldy? Hell no. Oh thank Are you God. Fucking I would have came across He's the spring. worst basis ever. No, he's shit. He's exactly what you described Les Claypool as being. He is the worst. Um, dude from Mastodon, Troy Sanders. He's not on here, but he's he's in there. He's in there. He's really good. Yeah, I like I I like his singing. That helps. So speaking of that, I like his singing, and that helps. Okay, hang on. Uh, I like his singing. Um, and that helps. Peter Steele. Oh, you gotcha. There day. you go. Yeah. But those those. So in, in order, Pete's a criminally underrated bass player from he the was... from the bottom to the top. Rex, Peter Steele. I don't number one. I have you haven't said my number one. Is it Clint it... Stockham? <laughs> <laughs> it's on there. I wrote it down. Clint is my favorite bassist. <laughs> it's uh, on there. I, but with Troy, the honorable mention. I always have to, an honorable mention. I will give you that. I would have not guessed that he's on there. I would. <laughs> He's the best bassist I know. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've heard today. Mm. Um, okay, so here goes. Trust my... me, I remember I wasn't on your guitar list. The... <laughs> oh, shame. Are you really gonna fucking make us listen to a ten people? Or are you gonna play by the goddamn rules and do a three with a bonus honorable mention? Um. You got your scrolling finger out. I I do. Uh... That's not the, the painful part of it. All right, man. Fine. Um, but I get like nine honorable mentions. You get one. I get nine. Two minimum. Two minimum. Okay. All right. Maximum. Two maximum. No, no. You already agreed to minimum. You played you, my games. No, no. You, you got your fingers going on. I know. And at you me. fucking fell from my vocabulary magic. Oh, God damn it. Corona. <laughs> so obviously less. Because. Next. Duh. Let's hit a duh one. Troy's on, on your list. Troy is. But he's not going to. He's not making no. the, the, the proper list. Okay? Right. I'll shut up. I'm, dude, I got to go damn mains. Because I love it. There's nobody more in the groove, in the pocket, there with the drummer, just fucking nailing it, holding it down like Elmer's glue, that motherfucking Dan Mains. I think you, you use that term every time you talk about that it. That is the, that's the essence. That's what you want. That's why number three. Dr. Elmer. Is John Paul Jones. He might actually be number Isn't one. Isn't he an actor? No. He is. JPJ? The, he is the quintessential textbook definition of what a bass player is and should be. That's the guy from Clutch? No. That's Dan Maines, <laughs> you fucking asshole. That's the guy from Queens of the Stone Age? That's the guy from Led Zeppelin because you don't <laughs> actually know who it is. Uh, I'll I'm give... just looking at your posters saying names. Yeah. Because they're bass players. Believe it or not, I are. haven't fucking seen Led Zeppelin. <laughs> um, uh, You know, honorable mention, I can't Pete not... was on there. I can't. Pete still was definitely on there. And since you mentioned right. him, I, I'm... I'm going to give you five seconds to ramble him off. I'm, I'm holding up my hands in the five, and I'm going to count them down, and Clint's going to ramble as fast as he can, his whole list, all right? All right. You got to look... Well, at... No, no, no. I got to... You got to... Give, right. give me a second so I can figure out the names that I've already said. Nope. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Geezer Butler, Brian Cook, Brian Hurwood, Cliff Burton. 
That's it. That's it. Oh, done. The, I, the, done. The, There's two Brian's in there, though. Right. One of them with a Y, too. <laughs> Damn. They are sexy. The uh, the guy whose name I forgot to say was from a band I erased, so I kind of couldn't say him. Danny? He's a drummer, you fucking ass. <laughs> God damn. Isn't this week, don't we have a scheduled visit from Frank this week? Did he stand us up? No, nah, fuck that guy. Yeah? That's it, man. That's all we got. <sighs> well, that now that's all we got. That's, there's something on your microphone. Thanks. That one's Josh's. Uh, sorry, Josh. We're done. Um, this is over. You need to find us on social media or else. Yes, we are fucking every damn where. Constantly getting notifications and messages and sending them. and Share the shit, man. Come on. Let's get it going. Let's get the conversation started. Stuff. Instagram, Twitter. Message us. Facebook. Cuss us out. Tell us we suck. You listened to four seconds of it and you turned it off. I don't give a fuck. Those are literally the ones I'm looking for. Yeah. Those are the ones I want where somebody wants to tell me about how wrong I am. Right. It's all the long text messages between you and I that build up to this. That the point of the epitome of stupidity is because we love the music, but don't only care about anything else. Right. It's just all bullshit. We want to hear you loving it too. Yeah. So have a good time. Have a laugh. Get mad. Say that they are fucking ignorant and tell us. You know what? I'll cut to the chase here, and you can just kind of skip the whole email and reaching out to us. I'll just tell you now, your fucking opinion's wrong. Or you no, you going to take that? No. You going to take that? that? I probably World? shouldn't do that. Go ahead and reach out to us so I can tell you individually. Well, well, yeah, and you know, we'll, we will be able to have phone calls. So if you really feel strongly, we'll have you on. Mm. But you have to. You have to feel really strongly and mm. send us some nudes. <laughs> it's uh Instagram, Twitter. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that. Facebook, yeah, we'll have a conversation there in a minute. Eostupidity at gmail.com. Coming at you in stereo. Yeah. Um Epitome of Stupidity Podcast. Look it up on all the other things, you'll find us with Google it. There. Google your twits. Bye. <laughs>